Welcome to the Authority of Love. I'm Greg Williams, and we're well, we're we're blessed to have David Walls with us again from the Family Foundation for another Family Foundation Friday. David, thank you again. Greg, good to be back with you this week. Now we were off last week. We yeah, were. we were off last week because of why Thanksgiving, and uh, we just want to take a, a few moments here and share. I know you got to go home and see family. Everybody that's listened to us knows that's Texas, right? <laughs> so, uh, so tell us a little bit more about what you got to do and thankful for, and I'll share a little as well. Well, Greg, it was just uh, always good to to go back and uh, be in Texas and visit. Uh, really, look, I've got three young kids, so we got to see grandparents on both sides. And <laughs> I've, right. I've come to realize that my parents and my parents-in-law, they don't really care about seeing me and my wife that much <laughs> you anymore. You are their parents. We are, we are there just <laughs> yeah. as vessels to yeah. bring access to our grandkids. <laughs> you are the art uh, <laughs> that delivers the, the yeah. But um, no, we we had a we had a good time. Uh, thankful to the Lord for just uh, for our family uh, getting to see um, uh, some of the cousins and uh, aunts and uncles and and grandparents. Like I said, we we um, just blessed. And you know, it, it's always a, a time as you and I were talking before we uh, jumped on here. You know, we should always be thankful. Yes. But uh, yeah. what a I really had a, a great time last week, and and so much to be thankful for. Uh, in our family and our our ministry and um and uh excited for uh excited that we're uh, almost in December. Greg, yeah, hard yeah. hard to believe. That, right. Well, uh, we are. Christmas... Today is the first day. Oh, that's, that's right. right. Today's that's the right. first day. That's yeah, right. Yeah. December Happy 1st. Happy December so 1st right, to you. Right. Yeah. And so officially, and for me it all starts like in 1st of of November. Okay. I, I call the whole season the Thanksgiving Christmas yeah. season because everything I'm thankful for begins and ends with Christ. Yep. Everything I have is because of Him. The Word tells me that, and I believe that. Uh, my wife, my marriage, my family. But I did get we get did get to spend another uh, Thanksgiving with my father. We didn't know if that would happen, and no. he really enjoyed it. At my aunt's on my mom's side, it was her sister. This was the 30th year for them, and we had 35 people there this year, wow. and that's a low number over the last. Even back when it was my grandmother, their mom, you know, yeah. my grandmother, we would have anywhere from, and even many times with my aunt, 50 to 60 or more. Mm-hmm. And so that was a great time. Again, like you said, cousins and stuff. Yeah. But I could have told you that you're just the ark that delivers the, the, yeah. the, the kids, right? <laughs> the grandparents. Right. I, I got known. I was known for all kinds of things until my kids came. Yeah. Then you're just, are you Lansing and Harrison and Hayden's yeah. dad? Yeah, yeah, that's me. So, yeah, but it is a beautiful time, and there's much to be thankful for. A, very, a lot, you know. And, yeah. uh, in fact, I got to meet uh, um, one of my uh, nieces for the first time. So Oh, wow. Uh, since, so uh, newly since born, I been, think. Yeah, since you've been, yeah, yeah. Since you've been there. So, um, so thankful wonderful. for the gift of life. Yes, uh, exactly. And, and my, my wife had surgery. Uh, a week Monday, a week before Thanksgiving, and so she now just this week has got begin to get back out. Yeah. Thankful for that, the healing yeah. and for her recovery, and thanks for the prayers. I've, I know many have have asked and been Facebook messaging, text me, and all that, and she's doing well, continues to grow. So, so much to be thankful for in our lives. You mentioned the ministry. Uh, I'll tell a little bit. The Lord has opened so many doors for love and lordship. Yeah. We've got churches now that are asking to, for our book to be the curriculum because it points them to the scripture and discipleship and marriage and family. So we're blessed and thankful for that. And I know you've got some things that you that you look back on and think about with the Family Foundation. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, I always like to, you know, as we approach the, the end of the year mm-hmm. and uh, to just um, look back and, and express gratitude for, yeah. for the... Um, 
for some important policy victories that were won, some legal victories um, that were won that, that made a tremendous impact. And I know you and I will have talked about a number of those, but um, you know, continue to be thankful for uh, the progress that was made earlier this year uh, in the legislative session, protecting children from harm, protecting the innocence of children, empowering parents in education. Uh, and certainly, there's a lot more work to be done yeah. on that. On that battle still ongoing with yes. the uh, with yeah. the upcoming session that will be here the first week in January. That's right. It's hard we're, to believe we're about yeah. four weeks away, four yeah. and a half weeks away. Don't don't say it like that. You'll be jumping no. <laughs> in. Yeah. So enjoy the holiday season, the yeah. Advent season. We'll talk about that a little bit yeah. more in a moment. But yeah, enjoy this season with family and loved ones. Uh, many of us are still working as you are yeah. through this month, and you're you're a lot in preparation. Uh, but I know you've got some. In line with all that and something to be thankful for, you've got some pretty encouraging uh, life numbers with regard to Dobbs. Uh, share with our listeners what that is. Yeah, you know, Greg, we are now, um, you know, you and I obviously have talked a lot about the about the pro-life issue um, this past year, uh, even recently in, in light of some of the election results here in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Um, but as we're now, you know, uh, over a year since Roe v. Wade came down and the Dobbs decision, we're starting to see some research that's being done on the impact, yes. uh, specifically looking at the impact uh, in states like Kentucky and, uh, you know, uh, 20 or 20 states, give or take, that have uh, either outright prohibited abortion pretty much altogether or have serious restrictions on killing an unborn right. child versus the states Contrast, that don't. Yeah. And, yeah. and so, unfortunately, as you and I have talked, some of those states are actually racing even further yes. to, uh, to open the door to yeah. ab- uh, abortion. But there was an interesting study that was just done that looked at that dynamic, looked at the states that have restrictions mm-hmm. on abortion versus the states that essentially don't. Appeared to be pretty objective, right? I right. Mean, I mean, a, a, a little bit left-leaning, but fairly objective in what they stated. It yeah, like. and just, just looking at the numbers, and again, this is about six months of data, I think, that they were able to collect uh, on this topic. And the interesting thing, kind of the, the lead result was, is showing that uh, essentially the birth rate has had increased uh, 2.3% in the states that uh, that were prohibiting abortion. Right. Uh, and that they estimate that that was, you know, led to 32,000 um, babies being born. In other and, words, likely had we not overturned Dobbs, there'd be 32,000 or so more dead let, babies. Yes, yes, in yeah, those states, sad, like sad, Kentucky, yes, even like in our Texas. States, right, right. And so uh, now, I mean, the other side of this, Greg, is, you know, we're certainly... Um, and you and I have talked about this, but, you know, look, even in Kentucky, where we've been very thankful that our, our Human Life Protection Act mm-hmm. has gone into effect and has withstood challenges and is still in effect right now, um, you know, we, we saw what just happened in Ohio, where they yeah. voted yeah. To, uh, to put, you know, uh, essentially aborg, uh, abortion legalization yeah. in their state constitution. Yeah. Still not sure how that all is all going to be fleshed out. Um, but you know Illinois right across the, the the border. So in states like Kentucky, where you have uh, still um, fairly easy access, relatively speaking, to to neighboring states, yeah. um, you know you're certainly seeing uh, a lot of instances where um, you know these abortions are rising yes. in states uh, uh, in bordering states. Yeah. And so that just reminds us. Well, one, this study reminds us that. Look, when we're, we're talking about these policies, these are real lives. Real lives. I mean, yeah. 32,000 yeah. lives. I've seen some other numbers, uh, some, uh, you know, some, some different data. Uh, but certainly it's fair to say that there have been thousands, tens of thousands of lives that have been saved yes. and, and babies that would have been aborted that are now 
alive here today, and we are thankful to the Lord for that. But um, we are continuing to see, obviously, the uh, the abortion industry uh, on the march in many places and in many states. Uh, they want to undo the laws uh, like ours here in Kentucky, and they want to uh, really create uh, abortion haven states uh, to recruit, uh, you know, our citizens people, to yes. to come across state lines. So, so this is going to be an issue that I think will be discussed uh, in the gen- upcoming general assembly here in Kentucky. I think. Uh, Kentucky, we need to be taking t- some steps forward on a number of fronts. Uh, one of those is um, ensuring that that um, that we come alongside and have uh, resources uh, available that we point women to uh, their local pregnancy care centers. There, there's a lot that the state can do to continue to build a culture of life, so that anytime there's a there's a, a woman here in the Commonwealth that uh, thinks abortion might be the answer. That, that there's an opportunity to, to, to intervene in an yep. appropriate way yep. and to provide her the help and resources that might make her uh, think again about taking the life of her unborn child. Well, and I would add this, two things to that, David. As we do that, we, we really don't want that left completely in the hands of the government and the state. We want the state to be able to give support to those groups that are doing it on the ground. Right. Don't try and stop those that are doing that on the ground to protect the life of the mother and the baby yeah. and build the good relationships. That's the biblical model right. is to do that. And that's what the, 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 the other side of that that I wanted to mention is the, the, the left, I'll just say the left, the way they've been winning this is to is to say, it's look, people on the right don't even want to include incest or, or, or rape and those kind of things and make it sound extreme, like that's all we want to include in it. But then right. you look at where they go with it, they unfettered abortion right. even after a baby is born. Oftentimes, we've got to get Christian people to understand where they actually are and this sanctity of life that's been talked about. We really need in our churches to speak to what that means in God's eyes. Absolutely. I'm the one that gives that light, not not me, not right. Greg Boyd. God, I'm the one who gives that life. And whenever I give it, it's sacred. Right. Period. Well, and look, all life is. It, 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 yes. Uh, amen. And, and Greg, as you know, I mean, um, the pulpits are uh, proclaiming the gospel is what leads to uh, to transformation. Yeah. Ultimately, these uh, these policies and things that we're going to be talking about and hopefully making even further progress on next session, they are um, they are um, down the line in terms of yes. the impact of downstream. being able to make downstream. Yes. Thank yes. you, Greg. Yes. That's downstream a, yep. of, of of culture, and ultimately, we've got to have uh, the church uh, of the Lord Jesus Christ and and our pastors proclaiming the word of God, preaching the full counsel of God, equipping uh, a, a fully biblical worldview um, yes. so that um, um, we have a culture that values all human life. Yes, and not and, just the individualistic gospel right. of Jesus came to save you and me. He did. Right. Thank you, Lord. But the gospel applies to all of right. life. God's covenant order in Genesis 1 and 2 covers everything. Right. Government, church, relationships, individuals, all of this. And that's where so many of our churches are falling down in that they go, we're just trying to get people saved. Right. But they're living the rest of their lives and they're voting and they're doing other things that are contrary to God's truths. Right. And we, if we're going to change it, we're going to see that downstream. We have to have pastors and churches, and you and I included in that, speaking that whole truth and that whole gospel and doing it. I want to say this, and we'll touch on this more as well as we continue through this month, but we want you to have a blessed 
Advent, by the way, that word means a coming in or uh, from the outside, which is literally what Jesus did. All right. He came in from another world Willingly. into our world. Yeah. Came down from heaven. God became yeah. flesh. That's, it's awesome. And that means that, of course, the season is our preparation for his coming. And, and as some, many songs say, there has to be a Bethlehem in each and every heart, a preparation for him to enter in there. So we want you to have that, a blessed Advent and a Merry Christmas season with your family and loved ones. Giving Tuesday, that just happened. Tell it us did. a little about that. Is it, that the only day they can give, did. David? Uh, it, it is not. But, <laughs> okay. you know, we are we are in the, the gift-giving season. Yes, yes. And uh, and I'll, I'll speak on behalf of uh, the Family Foundation and on behalf of Love <laughs> and Worship. As, yes. as ministries and nonprofit organizations, we, we certainly um, um, uh, welcome the opportunity for folks, to, if the Lord leads, to, to partner yep. with us in our ministry efforts. Giving Tuesday is a growing kind of day in response yep. to the right. Black Friday, the Cyber Monday. Monday, all the shopping to say, hey, let's set aside a day to support a, a nonprofit with Give a cause others, you believe yes. in. We're thankful for those that supported us on Giving Tuesday, but we certainly welcome uh, welcome the support, just not on Giving Tuesday. Right. Uh, exactly. And uh, I'm just so, continue to be so thankful for, for our supporters um, across the state that uh, really provide the the resources, and not just the resources, but the prayer and the encouragement and the engagement Absolutely. that allows us to to, to have an impact, and we're thankful to the Lord And David, they can do that at KentuckyFamily.org. There's a, 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 yeah. a tab where they can do it. They can do it at loveandlordship.com. There's a give tab. And I always say this, David, and I know you'll yeah. echo this. If it's not us, keep praying until the Lord shows you where to give. Yeah. But be willing to be obedient in that, and he will bless you. We know that he will, whether it's us or someone else. But we love it. We do certainly appreciate it. We thank you very much. Uh, continue to pray for Israel and the people of the Middle East, all of them, uh, that the Lord would get through to them. Appreciate that. David, thanks for being with us again. Good to be with you. Yeah. Thank you, listeners, for joining us. Thanks for your prayers. Thanks always to the Lord. Make it a great day, and God bless in Christ. And now at 1245, stay tuned for my good friend Greg Horn, and hope is here. I'm Greg Williams, and you're listening to The Authority of Love.